Listener Production. A volatile day for our share market. What role did the latest inflation numbers play? And what do today's inflation figures mean for interest rates? Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Wednesday, the 25th of October. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hello, Laura. Hello. Well, look, it's been an interesting (laughs) day, Laura, because this morning we're actually off to a decent start, right? First 30 to 60 minutes, we're up almost 0.6%. Markets were waiting for inflation, which we've already discussed in that teaser, or at least alluded to. (laughs) And it made all the difference because when this inflation report came out, the market was down as much as a third of a percent off the back of that and then started to lift a little into the market close. Yeah, that's right. We have seen a slight recovery since those lows after the inflation figures were currently down 0.16% ahead of the market close. Yeah, exactly. So not a great performance from the Aussie market, but it's not overly surprising because markets were uh, waiting for this report, certainly the most highly anticipated piece of data here in Australia for the whole week because Mm -hmm. it does have ramifications for interest rates. So perhaps we should start by looking at what the inflation figures actually came out as and then seeing what what the impacts impact of that could, be. could yeah. potentially be. So in terms of headline inflation, we're expecting to see a lift of 1.1% in the September quarter. What we got was 1.2%. Core inflation was up 1.2% compared with the 1% expected and the annual growth rate eased by less than expected as well. So this definitely increase the likelihood that the Reserve Bank will lift rates on Melbourne Cup Day when they make their decision, in particular because of that higher core reading, which is what the RBA focuses on most closely, and especially too after we heard from the RBA Governor Michelle Bullock, Michi B, mm. last night, who said they won't hesitate to hike rates once again. Yeah, especially if inflation would keep lifting more than expected. And that's what we've seen today. So in yesterday, the market was pricing in about a 25% chance of a rate hike. That's jumped up to roughly 60% of a rate hike now on Cup Day, as you suggested there. So that was really the reason why markets came under pressure over the well, immediately following this inflation data being handed down. And this is for the September quarter. So for the three months between July and September, We don't get this very often, of course, and this is one of the key things that the RBA looks at when it makes a decision on rates. Yeah, you're right. And there's also a greater chance that we could get one in December as well, of course, bearing in mind that the RBA does remain data dependent. We're currently sitting at four consecutive months of pauses, so we'll have to wait and see what's ahead with under two weeks to go until that next decision. Look, a rate hike perhaps wouldn't be in the Christmas spirit from the RBA, but <laughs> um, we'll quite. wait and see what happens. The fact that they haven't moved for quite some time mm. and, you know, we're now more likely than not to get a rate hike on, on Melbourne Cup Day, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Exactly. And I just want to touch on what we heard from Michelle Bullock last night. So she spoke at 7pm. It was quite interesting. A few of the key things she said was our focus remains on bringing inflation back to target, which is within that 2 to 3% range. It's possible to do this without lifting the cash rate, but they won't hesitate to raise the cash rate further. And they are also being mindful that there can be lags in the transmission of monetary policy, which just means they're hiking rates, but it takes a little while to see the effects of all of that. So that's why they've done those four months of pauses, but this hotter inflation mm. data could push them over the line to hike rates again in, in November. Yeah. And they've had a bit of that hiking bias, I guess. They've basically, even though they've kept rates on hold for a while, they've still kind of warned 
for a while now that, you know, if inflation gets a bit hotter and hotter than expected, they wouldn't mm. hesitate and they've reaffirmed that last night. Let's look at sectors across the market today because it was a bit choppy, wasn't it? Exactly. So towards the beginning of the session, when the market was higher, we did see about half of the sectors lifting. At the moment, there's only three of the 11 sectors that are lifting. One's only marginally. Tech is less up less than a tenth of 1%. Mm. What's really doing best is the miners, and that's boosted by some of the heavyweights in that sector. But on the other end of things, consumer staples and real estate stocks are doing worst. Yeah, and look, the materials of the miners, basically in the, the three days from you know, Thursday through to Monday, they dropped about 5%, some pretty heavy declines, and they've been bouncing back from those levels. Plenty of stock news as well today across markets. And we heard from Linus, we spoke about this yesterday, at the close, but basically Linus shares up around 4% today, 12% higher yesterday. And the catalyst was news late in the Arvo yesterday, where the Malaysian government said it's going to allow Linus to keep its rare earth refinery business going in Malaysia. And this would be in exchange for meeting a list of environmental conditions. But there were some doubts over whether or not this would happen. That certainly has helped Linus shares continue to lift today. Yeah, that's right. And that license amendment will actually be valid until the 2nd of March in 2026. There was also news out of supermarket giant Woolworths. They released their first quarter trading update, reporting a 5.3% jump in sales to $17.2 billion. That was helped by resilient demand. And importantly, they said food inflation continued to moderate over the quarter. That was mainly driven by lower fruit, veggie and meat prices on the back of lower input prices associated with those categories. So despite this, though, today's shares were around its worst levels since early this year. They're currently down about 2.4%. And that's actually a big reason for the drop in the consumer staples sector as well. Ampol. Had a cracker today, up about 4% uh, for most of the afternoon. It released a quarterly update uh, a bit earlier, showed a decent lift in fuel sales, which rose 26% between July and September compared to the prior quarter, and also had improvements in its margins from its uh, listen refineries. So roughly 27% up on the same time last year. So these things are helping. Its profits have jumped about 65% over the quarter, and that reflected was reflected in how investors responded to the share price. Another one that stood out today was fund manager Magellan because it's been among the worst performers and that's after the company announced that a surprise departure of its CEO effective immediately after just 17 months in the role. The troubled fund manager who have reported quite a number of consecutive months of net outflows, they also flagged a rise in costs expected in the FY24 or the financial year in 2024. At its worst, its shares were down almost 8%, hitting a decade low, but it did manage to recover a little from those lows, currently down 3.5%. And in the travel space, corporate travel management up about 3% on news that it is going to be conducting an on-market buyback for up to $100 million worth of shares. So that's up to as much as 10% of its shares on issue. And it's expected to start this in mid-November on the 15th of the month. And buybacks are a way that you know companies can reduce the number of shares available to buy in the company and it can see the share price lift when they do. So our very own Craig James actually is writing a piece on buybacks that should be made available on the, the stock hub of our website shortly as well. Very exciting. Always love hearing from Craig. Mm-hmm. Me too. Let's look ahead. Yep. Tonight. A few things to watch. Quite a few. So mm-hmm. first of all, earnings season continues. So we had quite a few big earnings coming yep. out just this morning, yep. which if you want to hear about it, listen to 
Tom and Ryan's podcast this morning. Tonight or tomorrow morning, we have Meta platforms. That will be probably the biggest one, but we also have a few others listed there. Speech as well from JP. Exactly right. And Meta, of course, the company formerly known as Facebook. Also, many of the companies released their results after market close. So some of the big names that did earlier this morning, they could have an impact on markets later on this evening as well. Tomorrow, there will be plenty to watch on markets. And I should actually briefly say that the Bank of Canada is going to make a decision on rates tonight as well. Yeah, well, tomorrow we have a number of AGMs once again. So some big names. We have West Farmers, Woolies. So that's after their trading update today. JB Hi-Fi, that'll be interesting to see how the retail space is doing. South 32, Boral, there's so many. I can't name them all. Lots and quarterly updates as well from Fortescue and Coles. We've got Bank of Queensland trading ex-dividends. It's going to be pretty busy. I believe Mishy B is going to speak again. She is. I'm not mistaken, tomorrow. She is actually. That's that's a good point because now that we have those inflation figures out, we'll have to wait and see what she says because that will be probably more important than her speech last night. Yeah, we'll see what commentary she makes around that. Exactly. Loaded with data. Anyway, I think that's it. That's it. Let's see what happens tonight and we'll do this again tomorrow, Laura. Chat tomorrow. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.